What is up, ladies and gentlemen of the Online Jamly? This, of course, here is Jamiroquai2000 with a special discussion episode of the Quietcast, a Jamiroquai podcast by the Jamly for the Jamly. In today's special discussion episode of the Quietcast podcast, I'm going to be discussing most of the recent Jamiroquai archival work I have been doing for the benefit of the Online Jamly, and I'm going to talk about my third consecutive upcoming project of archival work for the Online Jamly. As many of you who have frequently listened to the Quietcast podcast, um, have probably heard my recent content talking about my two recent projects I did uh, between uh, August to now November 2023 when it comes to archiving old Jamiroquai media. Well, the first project I did was a major three-month undertaking of merging two main tour discographies, or tourographies, I should say, together in creating the uh, the complete Jamiroquai com- tour compendium of uh, uh, basically a, a, a repository of all of the Jamiroquai tour dates between 1993 all the way up to the present date of 2023. Now, of course, as I said, that was a three-month undertaking, and uh, I recently published that on my Google Docs so everybody in the Jamly could check it out in their own time. And then I took another on to another archival Jamiroquai project called the Jamiroquai Articles Archive. And for any members of the Jamly who don't know what the Jamiroquai Articles Archive is, I'll give you a TLDR on that. That was a one of the first fan-led online repositories of all the uh, transcribed press for Jamiroquai between the years of 1993 through 1999 and um, it was comprised of all these articles that were transcribed by generous members of the early online Jamly and mind you this is back in a period when social media had not taken off when it was just um, a network of uh, fan sites and post forums that the early online Jamly pretty much uh, you know metamorphosized out of and it was an invaluable archive and um, of course it went away much like you know, went away like with the ember, and uh, luckily, um, the Internet Archive and the Wayback Machine website still exists online, which archives all these old websites that otherwise would have just disappeared into the ether. So, my second project was doing the Jamiroquai Articles Archive, the transcriptions collection, the 30 years of Jamiroquai edition, where I basically uh, transcribed all of those articles from that art archive thanks to the Wayback Machine archival website. And that, se- that second project was released by me in October. October of 2023, and this leads me on to my third major archival Jamiroquai project, um, which is about the Jamline mailing list. Now, any people, any old hardcore members of the online Jamly who don't remember Jamline, Jamline was during, of course, like much like the two other periods, uh, during a period of social media still in its primordial stages, but uh, Jamline was one of the first fan-led mailing list um, fan movements uh, where basically fans went through the arduous task before Jamiroquai and the, at that time the record label Sony Music had even contemplated doing a move to the internet for music promotions and music selling and just basic mu- music A&R um, way before the corporate labels had come to uh, the internet and saw a promising new uh, you know, platform to promote their artists and promote upcoming artists and their established artists. And uh, Jamline was created by uh, several fans in Jamly who basically just made up a mailing list and posted out all uh, via email all the latest Jamiroquai news that was available, mostly during the synchronized through a funk odyssey era of Jamiroquai's album period. And um, I finally remember those years of Jamline and getting an email every week from my friend Nick, who of course was a brainchild behind the Jamline mailing list and so many other members of the Jamly who contributed to that um, mailing list as well. It, it only existed between 1998 
through 2002, but its impact on the early days of the Jamley is often forgotten about. And I thought this third project of transcribing all of the newsletters that were sent out by email and, of course, via jamericwhite.com backslash jamline, because jamline had its own website on the, uh, as I previously talked about the, with the jamericwhite articles archive, that the fan led jamericwhite.com uh, had so many great sections in it. And one of them, of course, was jamline, which jamline made jamericwhite.com its home until it ended up going into its own separate website. But ultimately, my life changes, the internet changes, and, you know, some fan efforts uh, end up going on the wayside and being completely forgotten about. And I'm hoping with these three, these last two consecutive, and now this new uh, Jamericwhite archival project that I'm doing will help bring in a lot of new members of the Jamly to educate them about these early period of the fan base and how invaluable these people and these um these this amazing early work in the online jamly was how integral it was to to jamly that we now come to expect on social media and um that jamline project i'm currently transcribing nearly i must say four years worth of newsletters now mind you the internet is not perfect the internet archive is not perfect the wayback machine website is not perfect so there is a good amount of newsletters from the history of jamline that were not archived and are not salvageable but uh, whatever is salvageable i am going to be putting into this um very um, semi-large um uh, collection of jamline newsletters from between 1998 to 2002 and i'm going to hopefully have that project done and released to the jamline much like my two prior projects sometime in early to mid-december the 2023 so consider that a bit of an unconscious um, extra gift to the online jamly uh, at least the members of the jamly who want to do a little deep diving into the early days of the fan base but uh jamline was an integral cornerstone of the early online jamly and i'm hoping that this collection that i released to the jamly will bring some more appreciation to both the members of the jamly that brought it to us and to you know just give you a little bit more context on how important the early days of the online jamly was you know at least for us people who have been there for over 30 years supporting this dan band and um you know in our best efforts and uh yeah that's pretty much all i wanted to talk about in this episode this special discussion episode of the quietcast podcast but uh uh those two prior projects the uh the complete jamaica wide tour compendium uh studio tour tv performances and of course the jamaica wide articles archive transcriptions collections are available for free uh via my google docs at two separate links so if you'd like to check those out and you didn't catch my quietcast episodes or my youtube content talking about them i'll be sure to put those links down in the description area this episode of the Quietcast Podcast, so you can check them out in your own time. And as for the Jamline newsletter project, I will hopefully be uh, putting up links for that, hopefully sometime in December, once I finish just transcribing it. And uh, keep your eyes out that for, eyes eyes out for that coming out very soon to the online Jamly, hopefully before the new year. But as always, this is Jamirafan2000. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Quietcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to follow us on the Spotify music streaming platform, Podcasters on Spotify, and of course select episodes I upload on my individual Instagram at JamiroFan2000. As always, this is JamiroFan2000, and I'll see you again really soon with more Jamiroquai-related content here on the Quiecast, a Jamiroquai podcast by the Jamly for the Jamly. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll see you around.